This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you, we're the Cantina Band. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right, same song. Here we go. 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 Hello, welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. I'm David. And I am Joseph. And together we are, I'm just kidding, now we are the <laughs> Star Wars Stuff Podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'd like to personally say right now, thank y'all for, um, I got a few messages from, from some of our listeners um, sending me their condolences for my mother's passing, so thank you, and thank you David for your, for your very kind words and for everyone's thoughts and prayers. I really appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, now that we got that out of the way, let's, uh, <laughs> let's jump into some Star Wars stuff and some some kind of big, big things were announced, but not announced, but they were still announced. <laughs> so let's uh, let's jump right into it, David. Let's uh, what you got. Well, they announced that Warwick Davis is returning to host the celebration stage at nice. Star Wars Celebration Fantastic. Chicago. So he'll be back just like Orlando, mm-hmm. and I think he's the best host, just yeah. because. I mean, he's he's a great host to begin with, but I mean, he was in the films. So yeah, I mean, so, it's, yeah. it's just about in every film after Episode Six. Yeah. He's been in every single one, hasn't he? Yeah. After episode six, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Was he even in Ewok Adventures? What was he in episode two? <laughs> in episode two? Yeah. Oh, I was like, episode one, he's the guy in the audience. Yeah, he's at Weasel. The, at the pod race. Yeah. Episode three, what is he? Oh, man, I got to check I, I mean, I know he's in there. Yeah, he probably is. But anyway, so he's going to be back at Yeah, so he's going to be back, and hopefully we will be there as well. I guess minus Joseph. Yeah, I didn't get tickets. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you'll be able to see it online, most likely. Yeah, and if you see someone run on the stage, it's probably gonna be me. <laughs> if you see someone get Gosh. tackled, it's probably gonna be me. <laughs> James runs on the stage. I'm finally taller than someone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! And then I run off really, really fast. So, do you think he'd be banned from celebration if he did something like that? Uh, I just wouldn't put my name anywhere for anybody to see. Yeah. Me, so. <laughs> Probably, yeah. You would still definitely be banned. I'd be banned. Yeah. But uh, to what extent, though, banned from anything Lucasfilm could related? Even, couldn't even go see episode <laughs> I, I, nine. I, I, I can't even. I can't even like see the movie at all. Like they banned me yeah. from episode nine. But we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> that's, really, that's really depressing. Okay, so uh, so Warwick Davis said he's gonna be there celebration, and then Todd Fisher did an interview with what was that? Good Morning America. And he said some stuff that everybody just went, what? <laughs> and he kind of put everyone's mind at ease. Do you, do you have the quote exactly what he said? Or do you have... Uh, uh, you texted it to us. Yeah, yeah. And that's what really kind of got my like, gears moving in my head once you, once you told us that. And there was another tweet that was made. 
Hey guys, if you really want to get the jump on episode 9, take a look at the episode 7 concept art. I got the And I was thinking why why would someone say that? And then you you got the Todd Fisher thing where he was like, yeah, it was yeah, I got, I've got the exact quote okay. here. It says, yeah. uh, there's a lot of minutes of footage. I don't just mean outtakes. This is un- unused new content that could be woven into the storyline. That's what's going to give everybody such a great kick. It's going to be like it was meant to be like it was shot yesterday. So, yeah, that's the one thing a lot of us fans were all worried about. And yeah, I was, like, terrified, wondering, what's this all going to look like? Is it going to be, like, like, I think you the one who said Frankenstein together yeah. to where <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, like, someone says something and it cuts to her saying something. and then Reacting and, weirdly to Yeah, it then it cuts then... back to them and it's like, she's not even there. Yeah. But from what he says, he says it looks like it's, they shot it with her. Well, and my, my original issue with it was, was... How much unused footage could there possibly yes. be to make her character even worth including in a an entire new film? Because you know the I mean? only thing I'd ever seen was like those few deleted scenes of her talking to her aide. Yeah. And I was like, that's all they have. But then, David, you found out or you researched and some you like Sherlock Holmes stuff. Yeah, on you, this. you did some crazy stuff and found out some awesome things. He went to his mind palace. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. I did not research anything. I just thought back in time because back in time before we had the podcast, back in the year of our Lord 2015, (laughs) there was a reading and a leak of the script and it went into detail in certain aspects. So I essentially knew what was going to happen in episode seven, April, May-ish time frame. So when the movie came out, it didn't quite play out the same way. So it was a little bit different. But... I was thinking, once he sent that Todd Fisher tweet, if J.J. really did shoot what was in that leaked script, yes, he could pull all that Leia stuff from that leak and put it into Episode 9, which would therefore take elements from Episode 7 and have them in Episode 9. And those elements, they were already leaked in 2015. So we possibly know a huge chunk of what Episode 9 is going to be. That is insane. The fact that there could be a, a whole... Like, how many minutes do you think this is that he filmed that were not used? Like, if you're saying a huge chunk, like, are you talking like a to 30 To me, it feels minutes? like he shot a whole nother movie. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, he... To me, this is what it feels like. Reading everything, listening to everything, it feels like J.J. was on a specific course. At some point in time, he changed course. For whatever reason, I don't know, he just didn't feel confident. He got... Uh, producer notes information or, yeah producer yeah. knows he got suggestions from friends and family whatever the case may be it's straight off at some point and the movie that we were orig- originally going to get from that leaked script changed and it could have been because of the leak because that got really popular online because mm-hmm. that was everywhere it was online it was podcast form i mean it was anyone could read it well, and there was a couple podcasts that even did like dramatic readings of it, wasn't right. there? <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is there could possibly be an entire movie that Abrams filmed, right? And I liked that movie more than what we got in The Force Awakens, actually. Well, and the other thing because is, it, it was way more Star Warsy. Like he, <laughs> like he probably wrote like, or he had a movie and a half worth of movies that he shot for. So that's crazy. Well, you know, one thing I was thinking about, whenever Harrison Ford broke his leg 
And then they stopped filming. That's another factor. So, okay, so here's my thing. When they stopped filming, did they really stop or was Abrams like filming like this other story or was that they, they stopped filming but they didn't stop working on the film they kept on going with the story and that's probably the point where they shifted the story off into this new arc because when you look at that leak this might be spoilers for episode nine now we don't know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we, we don't know put, this is all the alarm speculative we have no idea yeah right but the way that script played out was ray was the daughter of han and leia you know, I'm thinking about what you said, and my mind went immediately to the scene of thinking about what you said, how there could be a whole other movie that, and they just kind of like cut it together. Right. When they tell, when they tell Kylo Ren the BB-8 droid escaped, and he goes, "The droid stole a freighter." He goes, "No, he had help with a girl." Then what does Kylo Ren do? He immediately grabs him, pulls him up to him, he goes, "What girl?" Yeah. There was no reason for him to be mad at a fact that a girl helped. Yeah, it could have been any girl in on the planet Jakku. Yeah. It could have been a First Order person. It could have been a resistance agent there by, you know, happenstance. That line always got me. Like, when I first saw that in The Force Awakens in theaters back in 2015, I was convinced Kylo Ren knows who this Rey person is. But then the movie plays out, and you're like, oh, he had no idea who she was. He just overreacted. Right. Do you think that that reaction was leading into something else that was supposed to be in the film that they didn't do yes totally yes because you, <laughs> you have you have that other scene when they arrive to Takodana and han solo gives her that look when she says i haven't seen this much green in my whole life and he looks at her like oh man this is my fault yeah it's it's not a like a it's a look of pity but there's like a tinge of guilt there right I always saw that one of two ways. I always saw that, like, that sucks. And also, like, yeah. hey, you remind me of... Again, of another kid another who kid I saw I on a knew, desert yeah, planet. Who came with me one day and almost maybe said the exact same thing yeah. one time. All right. So, okay. So, if this is all true and Leia and Honor, the, the, the mother, what does that do with the story now? Like, how, does, how, is, how is that going to play into the story that we have now? I think it's pretty straightforward to me. Once I got all that information and started thinking the way that it was, episode nine is going to be partially what the original plot was with episode seven. See, JJ's so confined to use the footage that he has with Leia. Otherwise, it's going to be some kind of CGI mashup, which they don't want to do. Yeah, it's going to dishonor her legacy, which I personally don't think that would do that. No. But that they say, there's no way we're going to CGI Leia. So they're stuck with what they have. And that's the only way that we're going to get what we're going to get in Episode Nine because that's all they have to work with. So what's the mm -hmm. answer to what we're going to see in Episode Nine? It's the story that played out in those leaks. In a reworking of that script to fit into a whole new story. So why didn't Abrams just do it all himself? Why, why, why do we have another writer helping him with the story? Why not just... Have him come in and personally write this movie himself. That writer could have written everything else around what he already has. He could have also, I mean, once you've got a script, you kind of, I mean, I, I'm not much for writing. I've just kind of started, honestly. But you get a certain idea in your mind. And when you're, somebody's like, hey, work a totally new aspect to this story into 
what you've already got here, like maybe it's more than one person could handle. Yeah, true. Maybe he's like, I can't see this story. I can't see the forest for the trees. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I have the forest here, but I can't say that's a fir tree. That was a really so. Scary. Yeah, he's not starting from the beginning. He's starting from the middle and working right. working himself outward yeah. to fill in the rest of the story. Man, so man, that's just it's crazy to think. That this is gonna work, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's gonna make this whole thing work. I think they can make it work. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it sounds like it'd be difficult, but I think they can make it work. I mean, they got all this time to do it. They got the best writers. This is already JJ's story that he's had percolating his head. And see, that's what I was thinking too. Was the fact that this is like this? It's almost like this is a story he wanted to make before somewhere somebody <laughs> said we need to do this instead. And he was like, well, crap. Okay, cool. And then they made the movie. And what did everybody say? Ah, it's almost like a remake. It's almost yeah. very nostalgic. Might as well just remade episode four. Yeah. And then, and then you found out something about BB-8. BB-8 wasn't supposed to have the Baptist Skywalker. Right. In the original leak, he was supposed to be carrying Luke's lightsaber instead of that piece of the map that he was carrying that whole time. Can you imagine that? And then that would that would explain the scene in the trailer when Maz is giving the right. lightsaber. Yeah, and if that's true, that changes so many story elements. So there has to be a whole other movie out there where he kind of reduxed and gave us what we, what we got in the cinema. Yeah, because if you think... Cause, yeah, there's the scene of Maz going there. So, yeah, because after they leave the planet, Maz is like gone she's right. of course that scene in the first trailer where maz is handing the lightsaber to leia she's at the uh the that planet. we never got that scene never yeah. saw it and she's at the planet with them all there at the resistance. so yeah that lightsaber was like the MacGuffin. yeah well, why didn't <laughs> if, if harrison ford never broke his ankle what would we, we, have we might have had a whole different movie so so what you're saying is harrison ford broke his ankle that bought jj his timing because then, he wanted then, way more time and they watched the movie and they were like Okay, we need to change all of this, and then they rewrote and reshot everything else. But they already had this huge chunk. They probably use a lot of what they already shot, mm-hmm. but I think he found a different movie in what they had shot. Mm. Man, so here's my question to you, and I've heard people say like he did have like uh, seven, eight, and nine, like maybe like an overall like idea, but maybe not mm-hmm. quite, and then. That when Johnson came in, like he he did use some of it, but then he was like, okay, but I'm going to use some of that, but then I'm going to also do what you also had in mind for nine and what I had in mind for nine. Because the rumor had it a while back that Johnson wrote nine, like he wrote eight and nine, like together, like he had the script. Yeah, it was like he did a solo podcast. It was all him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, so my question is, was like, that's that's the best analogy. Yeah. And then he, yeah, then now. Abrams is back, and that script was okay. So then Johnson had the script, and Trevorrow wrote another script. And I'll say this: all the episode eight lovers out there will say, "No, no, no! J.J. Abrams had a hand in the Last Jedi." No, is he anywhere in the director of the Jedi documentary that they showed? No, he's, he's not, not even mentioned. No. He is nowhere to be seen. He's not there. He's running Bad Robot. He had nothing to well, do the with thing is, I, I do like the Last Jedi, but it. It doesn't feel like an Abrams influence. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, I agree. There's no, a certain, agree, there's a certain yeah. like feeling you get in your gut when you watch something like Bad Robot or mm-hmm. uh, you know Episode Seven and things like that. And it it just wasn't there. In episode I believe eight. he was just an executive producer. Or was he a producer producer? I would guess executive producer. I don't know for what sure. Was he credited? We could easily as? look this up. 
It is twenty, almost twenty nineteen. I think he is. <laughs> I I want to say he was producer. They had him as producer, but I don't think he really was producer, producer producer. But it's Kathleen probably. Kennedy was a producer, right? She was there. She's in the documentary executive multiple producer. times. Executive, executive. Okay. So that means he was like not even. Yeah, yeah he, he could have had to... nothing to do with it, which I think he didn't because I think they gave the reins to Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. and he did what he did. And now hindsight, JJ has the advantage of looking at all the fan reaction, mm-hmm. and he's. I think he's way more about the fans than maybe any other director we got. But here's here's my my thing about episode nine is I don't think. Eight is going to affect nine in any way. If you really look at the the plot of what might happen, mm-hmm. what we've been talking about, eight really doesn't mess with anything. Eight was just a continuing story of. I think of the Ray only thing that eight will affect is the um, you're who you're where parents. the resistance is as far as uh, galactic power and where the first order is as far as a galactic power, because they basically wiped ninety percent of the resistance out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're building from the ground up again for the resistance. True. Um, the other interesting thing is we found out that John Boyega's interview he did in that magazine where he said it's roughly a year away. Mm-hmm. He tweeted out that I don't remember doing that interview. Someone asked him directly, "Is this true?" And he wouldn't answer the question. So that might be wrong. So we now we're still back at I don't know how much time has passed. Man, because yeah, the, the, that was the thing. It's a year. We're doing it a year after. The Last Jedi, like that's a, it, and now we have no idea because well, the original it, idea was it was five years, like that was like one of the original, like well, it was leaks. original rumor, and and also yeah. I think that was fan speculation between mm-hmm. the three of us is like if I if you were to say hey go write episode nine I would probably be like I'd probably need at least three to five years in order to establish some of these characters again. But the only thing that gets comes to my head is okay, Kylo Ren tells Ray who her parents are. Mm-hmm. How could it still be Han and Leia? Because he called them filthy drunk traders. He hates Han and Leia. He could be lying. I mean, it, there's so many mm-hmm. angles you could take that. So, and he might not know. My kind of theory that kind of developed in my head was Ray was hidden from everyone. I mean, and you brought it up too. Han right. was running like a racing thing. Right? Yeah, in in the uh, so Le- Han might Le- not Le- even know. Yeah. In a lot of the EU stuff, Han is running a racing racing company or something along those yeah. lines, uh, all in the outer rim, like barely coming back to visit his wife at all. And when he does, as far as the novels would lead you to believe, there's always some sort of a crisis happening when he yeah, comes yeah. home. Um, and then Luke got Ben Solo when he was like 12-ish, right? Yeah. 12 to 13, yeah. Yeah. That's 12 years after Ray was born. So, so the timeline fits. Yeah, so, I think you said Ray is roughly like that nineteen ish, and Kylo's like thirty three ish. Okay, ooh. So she could have she could have been pregnant, was showing. No one saw Han didn't see it. Ben Solo didn't see it. And Luke she didn't ha- know. She carried the baby, had Ray, hid Ray from everyone, and there's a story. I think my only issue with that. Theory is is the force link between um, Luke and Leia, because at the time Luke was still open to the force, and Leia was would have kept that link open between the two of them. But Leia used the force like crazy in the Last Jedi. Unless so, unless Leia, yeah, unless Leia is so powerful that she's able to block. She was powerful. She she's, was, she's on the same level as Luke is as far she as she. W- 
in Bloodline, right? She was using the Force. She was doing Force things, right? Yeah, she manipulating. She jumped and wait. Bloodline is the one where she's older. Right? Yeah, no, she she knew there was got to be attacked, and she told yeah. her to get out right now. Like she knew yeah. immediately when it was going to happen. No, in in Princess of Alderaan is the one where she's like, well, I need to get up there. How do I get up there? And then all of a sudden, Force jumps twenty feet. Into well, the she air. has no idea how she she's, did it. She's like, okay, right. So, so you don't have to be a Jedi to use the Force. Oh yeah, yeah, but but we're talking she. She hid. She blocked off everybody. Yeah, she would have well, closed herself off to the Force, just like Luke did in Last Jedi. You got to be pretty powerful to survive in outer space and basically True. die, yeah. then resurrect yourself. Mary popping yourself back. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, this is this is crazy to think like Episode Nine could be the story that Abrams wanted to tell, and then we're gonna get the revelation that Leia was Ray's daughter or Ray's mother. And and they, it all goes back. Isn't there like a new comic book out where they talk about like Ray is on Jakku and then she sees Leia. Like if somebody has like a hologram of Leia, then she sees her. Like there's a Possible, there's, there's a strip know. that everybody's been posting about. Like that's how she knew who Leia was. And then there's that hug that Leia gives to Ray when they first see each other. And it's, it's like, like a whole another movie, man. And yeah. it's like who? How did she know? And Ray's just kind of like, yeah, I want to hug you. Like she's not even weirded yeah. out. She she's, didn't even hug Chewie. No, she was like, "What's up, furball?" Like, did I mean, you, it wasn't like. Did you ever that, hear what uh, Abram said? He was like, "He said, man, I messed up." Yep. But if your if your daughter's there and an alien is right there, <laughs> I mean, you're gonna go hug your daughter first. True. What do you think? Or what if Chewie knew? Also, like, she didn't bother giving Chewie a medal in episode four. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. So screw Chewie, right? Like, yeah. Like, no, that was the writers, Joseph. <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, but what call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's it's crazy to think about now that there might be like things from the movies, like from Force Awakens, that you're watching and you're like, how does that work? And now you realize there could have been a whole plot. Well, line. the other crazy thing is though, to me, <laughs> I know a lot of what JJ's been saying is that the Last Jedi is still going to be important to the pro- to the plot of Episode Nine and things like that. But the way this theory that we've come up with as a group collectively, um, <laughs> but mostly David, who did a lot of freaking work on it um basically totally devalues all of the last jedi i don't think it does i don't think it no? does i, don't, I think it i think it feels no. like it's like it's like you could watch episode seven and then episode nine and not ever even have to worry about well there's a few eight. i mean look at um i mean yeah i can see what you're saying but even some sequels like the first and the third movie are always kind of like the same in the second right. movies like kind of just like the, the middle chapter i mean the dark knight and the dark knight rises the yeah sure like a lot of the, the characters at the beginning are really heavy. Yeah, the Dark Knight's really good. And yeah, the Dark Knight Rises is total trash. Okay, um. think, think about this. No, no, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is like how the who the villain is and like what the villain right. is doing, and then you get to the Dark Knight Rises and he's fighting the same villain from Batman Begins. Right, right, right. So it's almost like the second movie is just kind of like it's just there and it doesn't really take away. But gotcha. it's, so I think that might be what the last Jedi was where like some of the aspects tie in, but it doesn't affect the last Jedi. It was just there to flush the story out a little bit more. I think it was there. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't think it's going to like undermine the last Jedi. Yeah. There's no way they're going to undermine it. It's, but it's going to be fulfillment of JJ's vision that he had. had. So 
again, like, and, and you'll never get JJ bad mouthing or saying I should I would have done this instead of this. He'll, he's no, never he's gonna way say too that. professional for something like that. Yeah. I'm dying to hear what he says though. Like I just want to hear. Like, <laughs> I, I want to hear a conversation <laughs> on his deathbed. He's just like Ryan Johnson really screwed everything up. <laughs> it took me so long to get through it, but he really messed up a lot of stuff for me. <laughs> That's terrible to think about. What else, so? What else was the uh, the like some of the plots and everything that you? I don't know. It feels like if I say it, it's going to be like spoilerish. I mean, well, this is all theory. Like, this is you like looking at what other people have yeah, said. I like, guess. So I don't think it's <laughs> to me. Just... It's like it's going to happen, man. <laughs> so what do See, you as much as I like the theory that that you came up with, I just I'm still going to say it's theory until I see it on the big screen. You yeah, know? me yeah. too. What you got? Well, the resistance. I know this has to be dialogue from Leia. The resistance will have a super weapon of their own. Whoa! And it's going to be called. Either the hammer, the war hammer, or the catapult. That's what it was. Hmm. I think, I think, because before Starkiller and before, yeah, before Starkiller, um, the First Order had the catapult, I believe. Or either or, or switch them up. But you're going to, we're going to see that in play. We have to see that in play. And the way that story played out was they used the weapons against each other, but. The First Order used the weapon, but it crippled their entire fleet. Because to use that weapon, it, w- it was going to kill everything. Mm. So they killed their fleet, and somehow the uh, the Resistance survived it. Hmm. So we're going to have a whole new like giant weapon. But basically both sides are going to have a giant weapon? Well, the way, well, I don't think it has to play out with the uh, First Order having the, the giant weapon. It's going to be the resistance. She's going to be probably talking about this weapon constantly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because they got a whole lot of dialogue with that. Um, and other than that, it's the race stuff, I think. I think that's, that's so, yeah. possibly, like I said, uh, for Empire Strikes Back, it was I am her father. And for this trilogy, it might be I am your mother. Mm. And to me, that would be like the Lucas rhyming scheme that he had with yeah, all the other it's like poetry, films. you know. Yeah, it's like so those are the big things I took away. And then the lightsaber stuff—that would have been cool to see. JJ, after the fact, said that the the beginning scene was supposed to be a hand, Luke's hand from Bespin, floating in space with the saber still attached, and then that falls on Takodana or whatever planet Maz is on at the time. And then the lightsaber makes its way to Maz that way. But the beginning had Lor Santeca having the lightsaber and then giving it to Poe. And then Poe puts it in BB-8. Mm. That's crazy to me. That would have been an amazing opening. Like, if he says this should begin to make things right. And he pulls out the lightsaber and he gives it to... And that makes more sense. And it makes if more you think sense about... why she would present it to him yes. at the very end of the movie. That would that makes everything make way more sense for her to do that. I bet you that was it. That was the... Yeah. That was the beginning of the movie. Yeah. That makes me really Well, I know for, for a fact that was going to be the beginning of the movie. But then J.J. took it out. Because he said... <laughs> I think he said it was just too cheesy or something like that. No. But, I, dude, that is like bring us right back to Star Wars, seeing that lightsaber, and then to pull camera out and see the hand attached and us connecting those two things, you know? What if that's the opening of Nine? To explain the Maz story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we, we want that. We want to know how Maz ended up with the saber. Yeah. Yeah. We want to know about the Knights of Ren. So well, this, if, he can, if he can tie up loose ends, that'd be great. 
And this movie's got to be full of Maz Kanata, man. Just oh, it's got to. She's oh, gonna yeah. be a. She's got to play a huge character because she was. She had what three lines in the Last Jedi? Yeah, yeah, she did. It bothered me so much. She was such a crucial character in in the first movie and then last jedi she's just like hey i'm on this planet with a jetpack shooting people which is awesome like i would have loved to have seen more of that yeah and i'm not gonna lie though man whenever like you see her with the lightsaber and then she's like uh how where did you get that that's a tale for another day i was like really dude yeah. i was like star wars doesn't do that star wars doesn't drop like like a uh, what's that? Like you know what I mean? Like an Easter like a egg. teaser across yeah, a the... teaser. Like no, Star Wars has never done that before. I mean, man, yeah, we'll watch your career it, it with does, great interest, but not that, not that, not blatant that blatant. Yeah. yeah, that was my. That was the worst. I, when I heard that, I was like, really? And that's going to be one of the most disappointing things if they don't pay it off. I think they have to pay. He has to pay it off. There's no way he's going to go the whole thing without explaining how she got that lightsaber. Because that that was huge. That was a huge deal. Was how she got that that lightsaber. Yeah. And now I just keep thinking about that original opening for Force Awakens. <laughs> can, can you imagine how that opening? No, no, I'm not talking about the hand. I'm talking about uh, him Lars saying, Santeca. "Him saying yeah. this should begin to make things right." And then he goes like this, and you go, "What?" Whoa. And then he grabs the lightsaber, and then at the opening crawl, what does it say? Luke Skywalker has vanished, and you're like, "What's ha- like? Who's this guy? Why does he have the lightsaber? Why does?" And man, it, I don't know. That how makes... would they have gotten the Luke though without the map? Well, I mean, I don't think. Maybe Maz would have had the map. Like you could have. That's, just that's why. I, that's what I'm saying. It's a whole nother movie. There's a whole. Yeah, it has to exist a whole nother movie because that map throws off everything. Yeah, and, and the map was also like the plans to the Death Star. You know what I mean? Like give the give him the right, right, thing, right. And here he goes, and he projects it up for everybody to see it. So I li- I love the idea that it all oh, it could have been a lightsaber. Oh, it was supposed to be a lightsaber, and the map Maz could have had the map. I mean, any other person could have had this map. Or who knows? Maybe they knew where he was, but didn't go there for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense either. But yeah, like you said, there's a whole other movie that. Well, I think I think we're gonna get a lot of those what if questions answered. I hope at least. Yeah, I was thinking. <sighs> um, I was thinking about Snoke the other day, and honestly, what was your first reaction when you saw him in The Force Awakens? Uh, if I'm gonna be totally honest, it was like who the Cause that guy. <laughs> yeah, I immediately went. Okay, we have another emperor yeah. in this. Let me ask you this question: Was it necessary to have another emperor in this trilogy? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just want to seriously know, like, when you saw him and you were like, "Oh, they're doing another emperor," and they kill him off, and you're like, "Okay, why did it, did it really need to have the overall villain? Why not just have Kylo Ren be Emperor Invader at the same time?" What do y'all think? Uh. Go for it, David. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is an interesting question. I haven't heard anyone pose that yet. I think if you didn't have someone at the top like that, I think Kylo Ren would have came off more childish because he mm-hmm. probably would have made more rash and more reactive decisions in the film. And you could maybe have it like there was... Uh, like a rogue army, a rogue kind of system out there mm-hmm. and have Kylo having his bloodline kind of be the supreme leader. Yeah. But then again, I think he would, would have made so many decisions and acted way more childish and probably would have been way more criticized mm-hmm. as opposed to having 
that supreme leader, that checks and balances person okay. for Kylo. So I think it, it was utilized properly. Wait. See, for me, I think it sh- if they were going to go that route, it should have been more than one person. It shouldn't have just been Snoke. And even in like the Aftermath books and a lot of the stuff leading up to that, they make it seem as if it's going to be... Uh, a couple of Palpatines. Like a committee? Advi- like a committee, yeah. Like They make it seem like it's going to be a couple of Palpatines advisors. Uh, one of the Dark Side priests is in the last Aftermath book, and it yeah, kind of seems right. like he should have been a place of leadership in this new First Order that they come up with. I um, disagree, because yeah. the Sith is always like rule of two, you know? And but there's at the always same like, time, they're not Sith. They're not Sith, and that's they how go out right, of their way right. to say, we are not Sith. Right, but still, I mean, when you look at evil, you look at like a singular vision, like monism, you know? It's like one, one thing at the top controlling everything. So for me, like, with the committee, what they're doing with Kylo Ren is they're training him to be that. And when I think thing. committee, I think democracy, and evil is not democratic. Evil is like dictator, emperor, you know? But for me, it's they're they're building Kylo Ren to be that dic- dictator. At some point, they're going to take a step back and let Kylo Ren take the reins. Oh, I see. Like like you have these guys who were around for the Empire. Then they knew with... how Palpatine ran things, okay. and they they ex- they appreciated his dark side abilities and the way he would use the Force to manipulate political things. I can, and see. they were raising. Ben Solo to do that. I think that's the proper way to do it. And I think with having Supreme Leader Snoke, you're riding yourself into a corner because you got this brand new alien species now. Right. And this guy that's omnipotent. Yes. Pretty much. And it, how do you explain that, dude? I, and that's what Ryan Johnson fell into that hole with you. Everyone's like, oh, we want to know what Supreme Leader Snoke is, what his origin story is. And people got mad when he got killed off really quick. Because it's almost like he had to do it because he was like, dude, we, they wrote me into a corner. We I don't know exactly to, what yeah. the hell. Did, and I'm not going to lie. Like you said, when, when I first saw Snoke, I just went, really, Star Wars? You went this like yeah. Thanos route where you have this guy who's in a chair who's like, who is he? Where did he come well, even, from? And even what? Thanos has counselors. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. He's got advisors that, that answer to him. Mm-hmm. It, the First Order, the way it makes it seem is the First Order is Snoke. And Thanos has the Black Order. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. So, so, so it was Snoke, and then Kylo Ren, like, and then the right. Knights of Ren are we, and are, then we, and then and we still Abrams, don't know what Jack about. The, yeah, and the so, and so for me, I, I, I thought I was thinking about it last night or the other night, I was and the like, Knights of Ren probably should have been the Praetorian Guard, right? Yeah, I thought that's what yeah, it, I you thought. Feel, I you honestly that in. thought that's what that right. was. And I then, think we argued about it. They yeah, just had their armor on now. Yeah, which would have made more sense. Why aren't we writing Star Wars films? I don't know, Lucasfilm. <laughs> but no, like when I like when I first saw Snoke, I was a little turned off. I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna go this route with this ultimate villain who we know nothing about. And then you see him in The Last Jedi, and you're like, okay, I see what he's and they kill him, and you're like, okay. There was no point right. to him, really. Like it's So before we knew what Snoke looked like, there was an official leak. This is Snoke. It was a picture of a mune, like Darth Plagueis. Right. And that was sent out everywhere. Yeah. This is Snoke. Don't believe anyone else. And then when we saw the movie, we got the shocker of no, it's not a it's not immune. It, it was a it was an actual different species. It was a Snoke. Did you did you hear uh, Johnson actually had to change Snoke from Abrams as Snoke? 
it's there's two different ones. I saw episode seven this Christmas break, and yeah, yeah I could tell that there's a difference. He said that when they first did it, they did it with how it was originally supposed to be. But Johnson said he didn't look intimidating enough. So they actually right. added like a couple more feet to him and they changed a little bit more of his mannerisms because before, like when he walked out, they were like, he doesn't look intimidating at all. Like he almost, they said it. it, it like Johnson changed it from what Abrams had? Yeah, Abrams had to make him more menacing in The Last Jedi. Well, the only time you really see it see him in episode seven is when he's a gigantic hologram. I know, but yeah, yeah, but when they animated him to be physically there, it it's was like the whole golem from fellowship right. to the two right. towers. And it was like, they it just it, keeps it, happening to Andy circus over and over. Poor again. guy. Right. He's like, why don't you that? Plus it's poor, all connected. Poor Andy circus is like, why can't you just use my face? Like, uh, <laughs> sorry, Andy, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he had to change him to make it. So my whole thinking was Snoke was, unnecessary for me in the force awakens i would have rather have had it be don't follow the same rules as right. all the other movies where you have the underlying like this the main main villain why not just have your main villain be the antagonist of the film which is kylo ren right and then yeah like you said have the advisors have the people who are there from the empire trying to create the first order and it's like, oh, wow, that, they're all connected from there, the remnants of the First Order. And... Or even if you explain it that Snoke is the last one of those advisors. Like, maybe, because it's been... 30 years. 30 years. A lot of those guys are probably dead because they're super, they were super old when the Empire was Yeah, around. true. That could be a whole thing where he was like, he kept himself alive just to see this. Through the Force. He was the Force guy. Like, yeah. That's... that's the way I would have written it, but... I, don't get me wrong. I love The Force Awakens. I'll watch that movie in a heartbeat. I like it too. I really like it too. But now I'm thinking about like what they what was almost and what we got. It's like man. So it's almost like Abrams. Whenever he came in, he was like, "Thank God." And twisting the, the tweet, maybe he's like, "Thank you, Ryan Johnson, for making that movie <laughs> and not messing with what I wanted to do." Right now, because you made that movie, I could just continue with my story because yeah. you didn't change anything. Yeah. Now I could just you didn't change anything, and you killed off Snoke, which yeah, was my biggest go. issue. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like that's the, that's what the tweet meant? <laughs> that, that, <laughs> he kept them up every night. Oh my god, I'm going to write around Snoke, and then he watches. So everybody in the theater gasped, and JJ was just like. Yes! <laughs> Thank God! You killed her! <laughs> but, uh, Favorite yeah. director ever! <laughs> I, he's like, you know, I bet you my first tweet, I want to write that. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. But, okay, so that's my theory about Snoke. That was, I thought about Snoke the other day, and I was like, man, man that was some good Snoke talk, guys. That was a good Snoke. We haven't had a good Snoke talk. Uh, anyways, I was going to, um, oh, what else was I going to say? Uh, so yeah, we got to get more Maz. Obviously, we have to get uh, the story. We have to get the story about the lightsaber, and, we've, and we've got to have Knights uh, of Ren. We have Knights of Ren, Maz, lightsaber story, and some sort of a conclusion of some variety. That's what I can't wrap my mind around: is thinking this is the final one. This is the final Skywalker saga, like, Star Wars. Movie. How like is the ending going to be so satisfactory that we're all going to be happy or are we all just going to be crying our eyes out the whole time? I don't know. Not until we get that that first script leak. <laughs> <laughs> and Abrams is jeez, he's holding he's holding on to this thing closer than any movie he's ever done. Yeah, he's not allowing any media to visit the set other than Kevin Smith. And it's oh my gosh! Allegedly, I don't know. Well, Todd Fisher got to. He's showing Todd Fisher footage. I mean, I think you kind of. Well, to. yeah, it's family. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
happened. Yeah, when he said, when Todd Fisher said that, I was like, what? This could actually be a Billy Lord would have some quotes out there well she's, a, well she's she's actually a handful but she's in the movie she's so in the she's movie yeah, she can't say yeah she can't say nothing about the movie right now um but yeah i'm just picturing that opening shot of like what is it gonna be the lightsaber we gotta finally figure all this out and what if the movie's called like episode nine nights of ren like everybody'd be like thank god <laughs> <laughs> and have we talked about the rumor title uh, what was the it was Son of Darkness is yeah. like the big one that everybody and then it's is. like how could you go out with that title yeah you know that's too too dark and it's so it's crazy pun intended got the word dark in yeah. the title and it's so crazy to think about like the title has to be one has to be like a final title but then it also has to tell what the movie's about and there's, right there's so many like Return of the Jedi why not just call the movie Return of the Jedi again you know because that was such a perfect title for the movie <laughs> Re-Return of the Re- Jedi Re-Return of the Jedi but it's like, man, what could they call it? And we don't know what the movie is. They haven't, they haven't told us the name of the movie. They haven't told us anything, which is very upsetting. I thought we would have had something this year. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And you know what? I think you're right. And we didn't dude. get a trailer. We didn't no get a trailer, trailer for Christmas. Mary Poppins. No Christmas trailer. And then what's the deal? Somebody was like, okay, if it doesn't happen, then. New Year's Eve, it's gonna happen. New Year's Eve, <laughs> no way. Like they are holding on, but like, if there is one, we will post two episodes on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest on ABC. I mean, is anything on? Like, because they would announce, right? They wouldn't just drop it. They're not that brave. The, the would, next feasible time would be Super Bowl. Yeah, and I don't even think that's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be celebration now. Because they, they still, Disney has way too many properties now to to plug and market. You know. I've been saying Super Bowl the whole time. I'm, yeah, I'm sticking yeah. with my guns. I can't imagine a Star Wars because that solo teaser was meh, and the teaser was just the teaser for the the teaser that came out the next day. Yeah, and the, that first couple of solo trailers, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know I was anything. Super about underwhelmed yeah. when I first saw those trailers, and then like the last trailer, I was like, oh. Okay. And even then, I was still like, I mean, the first two trailers sucked, but this one looks good. But the first but two did they just put sucked. all the good stuff into this trailer. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google right now Star Wars Episode Nine to see if any news has dropped. And Solo does drop on Netflix January 9th. Yeah, so everybody could be uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you can watch it. Um, okay, some Express, which I don't trust anymore because they keep. They make things up every. They keep making things time. up. They just said five week wait for the trailer. Hmm. It seems about Super Bowl time. <laughs> that is Super Bowl time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it looks like. Oh well. So we didn't get one. Yeah, they say February. February they'll get the trailer. Man, I. Is there any other news? So four podcasts from now. So four podcasts right now, we'll have I a like trailer. thinking about it like that, at least. That's a good way to think about it. Man, I was just hoping they'd give us something in 20, 2018, man. Just give us... They've got a little teaser nugget. And <sighs> I was almost sure that JJ was going to do that again. But... I thought he was, too, man. God, it feels really good being right. Um... You suck. <laughs> Shut up. You jerk. It's pretty funny, though. Is there any other news that we... Uh, the Mandalorian has a composer now, uh, Ludwig Göransson, and he's uh, done uh, music for Creed, Creed Two, and Black Panther. Oh, oh nice! But uh, I really like his statement they gave. Ooh, what's his statement? Uh, he said, uh, "Words fail to express how surreal and humbling it feels to be invited into the Star Wars universe. 
I am deeply grateful to John Favreau and Disney for this opportunity and to John Williams for raising the bar so high with his iconic and trepid scores that will never be matched. In these next months, I hope to honor the tradition of Star Wars musical landscape while propelling the Mandalorian into new and uncharted territory. And I, re- I will try to remember that there is no try. Nice. nice. A Star That's Wars awesome. fan working on the music. No, oh, man, I remember when they asked Michael Giacchino or Gia, Giacchino, however you say his name. Hey, are you going to be scoring uh, the Force Awakens because it's Abrams? He mm-hmm. was like, hell no. <laughs> he was like, I want to hear John Williams. I'm not going to. Yeah. No, there's no yeah. way. And then John Williams said, this is his last one. This is it. This is episode nine. It's his last. Yep. Man. He doesn't want anybody else writing music for Daisy Ridley. Exactly. Man, I just, my mind cannot wrap around, like I said, nine, the final one. I mean, yeah, the final movie. Can you, can you, can you figure it out? No, I mean, it's going to be, we're going to have to wait another year for it, but. uh, Think about it. A year from now, we're going to be talking about episode nine. Like. And the Mandalorian. And the Mandalorian. Like, we're going to be. We're just going to cry every single week. Oh, man. It's nuts to think, like, once January 1st hits, it's just days. Now. Yeah, and then the Cassian series news is going to start mm-hmm. cropping yep. up as well. But then uh, one thing one thing else you got to remember is Lucasfilm is probably going to um, rework their, like, strategy, if you may, or, like, how they're going to start doing things. And we're going to start hearing more news about, like, Johnson's trilogy, Benioff and Weiss's trilogy, the other stories that I think... Pretty soon, maybe at celebration, they're finally got to come out and say, "Okay, here we go. We're coming back. We took a time off, like they said. We're going to slow everything down. I think once April happens next year, they're going to start unveiling. Okay, here's the next story. Right? Here's this story that's going to come oh. out this time. Well, Clone Wars is coming out with Disney Plus, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they're going to is it Plus or Play? Plus. I knew that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Play is already a thing. Damn. But anyways, but yeah, I think I think in April. Sorry, I keep hitting your foot, dude. I'm it's so sorry. Good. I sort of like it. I think, what? <laughs> and then I think, uh, yeah, April. We're gonna start hearing more and more news. What do you think? Yeah, I think celebration. They're gonna just dump so much stuff that it's gonna us. take months to unravel. And, well, I mean, we're gonna be doing a podcast every night. Yes. So <laughs> if if you want to know what's going on in celebration, stay tuned to us. And I'm gonna do my best to make videos and like of us walking around the. The floor going, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to not cry every single night <laughs> you guys are there. Damn, don't remind me. <laughs> well, I'm at work. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, I always take those days off because I know I'm going to want to watch. And it's just going to be way too distracting at work for me. You know what made me want to go to Celebration? Was watching the fan reaction of the trailer. when they, yeah. When I heard everybody scream, I was like, I need to be there. I need to be... Right yeah. in the middle, and I missed the panel. But anyways, we're not <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not doing this year. I'm gonna be there for that yeah. episode nine panel just so I can see Abrams and so I can see that trailer and just the just to think of what Abrams is gonna show right. the world. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be insane. So for now, the only Star Wars that's still coming out is uh, Resistance, right? I think they're done. I think they ended their well. That was their first, their mid-season finale. So, and I'm hoping at least because. There was still a lot of story left to tell at the end of it. Some of those episodes were so much filler and made me really mad. Made me really mad. Yeah. The last two episodes were really good, though. Yeah. Maybe even three. But the middle there, like the beginning, the first two episodes I loved, and then like in the middle I was like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. This isn't even Star Wars. Y'all are just doing some like... Well, and I think the big difference is, is it's on Disney Channel as opposed to being on Disney XD this mm-hmm. time around. 
because um, Disney XD is more aimed at like teens. Yeah. So, what would happen? How crazy would it be if Filoni comes out and says, "Oh, Clone Wars." Oh, and by the way, and he like hits a thing and it just says Rebels, like season what five? That would be crazy. But they can't call it Rebels for the next part of it. I don't think. Oh, damn, you're right. Yeah, because timeline. It would. It would, and it would also focus mostly on like Ahsoka and um, Sabine hunting Ezra down. I think that'd be a great. Oh, be what, so good. Man, what if Ezra shows up and no, no, we're not going to get that. Right. Ezra shows up and him and Thrawn are best friends. Yeah. And, oh, and somebody. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it really quick. So, oh, so one of our uh, listeners, uh, his name was Frickin' Logan. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, which is a great name, which is a great name. He had a really good question. He asked us a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't. Then we didn't talk about it, but uh, yeah, life got in the way. Um, one of the things he says, okay, in episode three, whenever Anakin comes up to Mace Windu, he says, I believe uh, uh, Chancellor, Chancellor Palpatine is the Sith Lord we've been looking for. And Mace Windu says, okay, something to that effect. And he goes, go wait in the Jedi, the Jedi Temple, and I'll we'll be back. Right. And his question is, do, do you think Mace Windu was telling him to go there because that was going to be his reward, that he was going to be given the rank of Master because... Almost like Mace Windu was like that was the test. So you're trying to say that Mace Windu was pulling an Admiral Holdo kind of, right? Yes, yeah. he's like I've got a plan, but I'm not going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. You're and gonna... then, and then, what would have happened if Anakin hadn't showed up? Do you think Mace uh, Windu would have? I still think those Jedi Masters would have eaten it. Even Mace Windu. Even Mace Windu. Man, what do you think? I feel like. Yeah, they would have eaten it. I think that was an act by Palpatine. He was acting like he was getting defeated, and he was scarring himself. Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, to make Anakin sympathize with them and thinking, oh, man, this guy's going to die. The only guy that can prevent Padme from dying. Yeah, because Palpatine went toe-to-toe with Yoda, who is... Exactly. He's the number one. He's the number one. Mace is the number two. So, yeah, it was a total act. Maybe even the number three because Kia D. Mundy might even be stronger than Mace is. Mace is just... Well, Samuel L. Jackson always said he was number two. Yeah, but that's Samuel L. Jackson. My my (laughs) whole thing is, yeah, I mean, you can argue that Palpatine sensed Anakin coming. But the the way it looks, man, it looks like Mace completely just disarmed him but then you said that palpatine actually has another lightsaber like yeah he's a he's a dual wielder so, so he had a he had one up his sleeve the whole time and on top of that like he took out kit fitzo and those other two jedi masters like without even blinking <laughs> an eye i mean he just murdered those guys like that picture's like train your whole life to be a be a jedi master and just slice them right away yeah <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, that sucks yeah it's it's a, it's embarrassing because i love kit fitzo he's one of my favorite so, characters out of so the, if Anakin if anakin hadn't gone there palpatine still would have murdered everybody yeah and then he would have probably come and tried to murder anakin or been like why didn't you show up and try to defend me or he why may have you... even allowed mace window to continue scarring him so that he shows up all decrepit looking goes to the jedi temple and still convinces anakin to become his apprentice I think that's what would happen. All right, cool. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, frickin' Logan, uh, we answered that question for you. If, thanks for the thanks for the uh, question and the yeah. listen. And if anyone else has any questions, just uh, send us a message there on Instagram, email us at starwarsetpodcast at gmail Facebook us. We will we'll be there, and uh, we enjoy reading all your feedback. And uh, yeah, just give us a, leave us a comment if you want us to talk about anything. Um, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Uh, hopefully, our theories in episode nine 
are correct. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see. Was there anything else? Or was that the, that was like the last? That was pretty much it. That yeah. was pretty much it. But yeah, so we'll be back next week with another great topic. Uh, happy New Year to yes. everybody. We hope you all have a safe and wonderful New Year, and we will be back next week with another awesome topic next year. Next year. Ah. Ah. All right, may the force be with you. Always. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs>